Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Old moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Well, let's get started, shall we? Lots of stuff going on today. Got some breaking news stories. It is Thursday. I'm getting on a jet plane later today. Probably in the air right now, as a matter of fact, as you're listening to this, as I jet off to Miami and the Amp Fest going on at the Trump Doral for America's Voice News. So you can check me out there. Thank you for being along for the ride today. You can find me over on Twitter. Instagram and parlor at Real Matt Locke, L-O-C-K-E. You can find me at the Cartel Matt on Facebook or America's Voice News. Go download that app on your iOS, your Android, Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you get video, you will find me there. Um, going to get right after it. This segment brought to you by Scars and Stripes Coffee. You want some great coffee? You want to empower a veteran? That's what Scars and Stripes Coffee does. You can head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com or you can head to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. And you can hit that link. I've got the Scars and Stripes Coffee link on my website, but great coffee. Great coffee. They've added a bunch more. Um, Downrange is what I'm drinking. It was their first one they came out with. But you empower veterans. They work in these small groups with these leaders and Scars and Stripes provides them with an e-commerce platform to be an entrepreneur. Isn't that the American dream? To own your own business, to be able to go out there and make your own money, to have a mission after you come back from theater, after you come back from being deployed, or after you've just served your, your time in the military. This gives you a platform, a foundation to build off of scarsandstripescoffee.com. It's great coffee, great people up there out of, out of Oklahoma. Love those guys, by the way. They're fantastic. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Tell them that Matt sent you. Go get you some great coffee. Empower a veteran. Do it now. All right. Big news. Big, well, I got lots of news here. Uh, Trump, President Trump is having a rally in uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis tonight. We're going to talk about that. Uh, the Biden campaign's pissed because uh, a newspaper allowed an op-ed, an opinion editorial, for those of you in Flint, Indiana, but the Biden campaign's pissed that another view or another, a a, a differing view of you would be allowed in a newspaper they don't like. I I mean, this isn't, this isn't a dictatorship. They tell you that's what Trump is, but here we are. Juan Williams says Trump's acting like an outlaw. We're going to talk about that. Trey Gowdy joined Trump's legal team. And then of course the bombshells going on over at NBC if we have the time. But here's the deal from the Daily Mail. This came out last night. Uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden supposedly, this is the claim, got $900,000 from Ukraine. Rudy Giuliani claims he has evidence that Biden received lobbying fees from son Hunter Ukraine's gas company Burisma and that father and son also sold influence to China and Romania. Now, have you heard about this? Neither had I until yesterday. So Giuliani went on the offensive against Joe Biden in a cable interview yesterday. Now, we know because Biden, because Giuliani told us that he had damning information on the Bidens and that he was going to release more and more and more. Remember every day. Remember that article I talked about to you? Probably, oh, I don't know, less than a week ago. 
Now, citing new revelations from Ukrainian members of parliament, uh, this Andriy Durkach, we're being told Biden received $900,000 for lobbying activities from Burisma, this Durkach says. Burisma is the gas company that Hunter Biden served on the board of. Giuliani accuses Biden of quashing investigation into Burisma using the vice president's office. Now, claims the alleged lobbying fee was part of influence peddling quid pro quo. Here you go. Rudy Giuliani, the personal attorney of President Donald Trump, has claimed that Ukrainian gas company Burisma paid Joe Biden $900,000 in lobbying fees, citing documents released by a Ukrainian member of parliament. Quote, Biden, his son, and his brother had a 30-year-long scam to make money millions selling his public office, Giuliani said in an interview on Wednesday night. Senator first, vice president second, Ukraine, just the tip of the iceberg. Giuliani continued. Giuliani cited new allegations raised at a Wednesday press conference in Kiev by Ukrainian. Oh, my, my page just refreshed. By Ukrainian. Now I got to find it. There we go. MP, Mr. Durkic, who claimed he had investigative documents showing that Burisma paid Biden nearly a million dollars in lobbying fees. Rut row. Now I want you to think about that for a second. If this story is true. It's not illegal to be a lobbyist, but it is illegal and it is a quid pro quo to use your office to gain money or extort another country. Now, the Trump campaign has alleged that Biden quashed a Ukrainian investigation into Burisma. Uh, could you believe that if you knew that he was getting $900,000 for lobbying efforts from them? I mean, could you believe that now? I could. Biden has denied any wrongdoing and Trump's Boehm called a Ukrainian president and asked him to look into the matter is at the heart of the House Democrats mounting impeachment probe. There's no mounting anything. Nobody's going to mount anybody. Well, there's going to be no impeachment either. That's the whole thing. So at the press conference, Durkacz made public the documents he received from an investigative journalist, including correspondence between officers of the National Anti-Corruption Bureau and the representatives of diplomatic missions of foreign states. Now, if you've not watched, I'm going to say something here. If you have not watched, you need to go to YouTube. Look up Glenn Beck in Ukraine. It is phenomenal. Beck takes an hour, breaks down the connections of what was going on with Ukraine, what was going on with Obama, what was going on with Biden, and how the connections are there. And then he documents the whole damn thing. I mean, I couldn't do it that well. It, it is pure genius. So if you have not watched that, you should. Because I would have no doubt, I have no doubt in my mind today that Joe Biden didn't accept money to lobby. I, there's no doubt in my mind he did. I, th th this, the, in, what's the left going to do? Oh, oh, another conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy theory. They're not conspiracy theories when you have the proof, right? I, you know where conspiracy theory came from, right? I've told you this before, and, I, and I'll tell you it again. It came from the FBI. The FBI was trying to keep people from investigating the JFK assassination. So impeachment, or not impeachment, God, what am I thinking? It's early. I'm trying to get this done because I'm off to Miami this afternoon, so I got up earlier than normal. The conspiracy theory term was to throw people off the track. Oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Oh, it's just, so they wanted, they wanted to come up with a way to make you sound like a loon, make you sound like you didn't know what you were talking about. So they invented the term conspiracy theory. Now, I'm sorry. It's not a conspiracy theory when the facts are there. You know, it, and I've always said this, and I'll say it again. A good conspiracy theory has a lot of what ifs. It's a theory. That's, that's exactly what it is. You're theorizing what you think happened based on the very little knowledge you know, right? That's a conspiracy theory, and I do it often. You know this. If you listen to the Matt Locke show, if you listen to Lock and Load over America's Voice, you know that I, I, I talk about conspiracy theories a lot. Not as much as like, you know, Infowars or uh, Alex Jones, but I enjoy a good conspiracy theory. I enjoy a good mystery. My brain works that way. 
But I'm sorry, it's not a conspiracy theory when piles of information are available. Now, you'll know what I'm talking about if you go over and it's free. If you go watch Glenn Beck's deal on Ukraine on YouTube. And look, I'm not promoting the guy. It's just damn good. And when it's damn good and information, you should go get it. I did. I watched it for 54 minutes. It's fantastic. And he has, I think, three chalkboards and tells you exactly where everybody plays in that damn deal with Manafort, the damn Black Ledger, Biden, Hunter Biden, the people over at Burisma, and then, of course, the Anti-Corruption Bureau is part of that. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. You need to look into it. Now, it says this was the transfer of Burisma Group's funds for lobbying activities as investor as investigators believe. Personally to Joe Biden, through a lobbying company, Durkacz said, according to a translation from Russian news service Interfax. Now, funds in the amount of 900000 were transferred to the U.S.-based company Rosemont Seneca Partners, which, according to open sources, in particular, the New York Times, is affiliated with Joe Biden. The payments reference was payment for consulta- consultative services. Huh. Durkic insisted while serving as vice president, Biden used his influence to quash an investigation into Burisma where Biden was reportedly making as much as $50,000 a month on the corporate board. We're talking about Hunter using political and economic levelers of influence. Ukraine, I'm sorry, I didn't even say this right. Using political and economic levelers of influencing Ukraine authorities and manipulating the issue of providing financial aid to Ukraine, Joe Biden actively assisted closing criminal cases into the activity of former Ukrainian ecology minister, Mykola Zakolovsky, who is the founder and owner of Burisma Group. Dockage called for the U.S. Justice Department to independently investigate his allegations and documents he released. Now, I want you to understand something here. Um, John Solomon. So there was new stuff out last night. I'm trying to find it right now. My mind's all over the place this morning, but I remember it. John Solomon went on to uh, Sean Hannity, I believe, on Fox. And uh, we now have found out. Let me find this. I'm getting closer. And what did they do with it? Oh, they've hidden it. Those little Little dinker deuce. Maybe it's on Facebook. Uh, we have found out, by the way, that Ukraine started investigating Biden back in February. Yeah, that's before July 25th, if for those of you paying attention. So that that's the breaking story. So now the whole impeachment deal is predicated on this July 25th conversation with the Ukrainian president. But yet now we know that John Solomon broke a story. John's a great investigative journalist. Right here it is. I just found it. Fox News reported on this last night. Document reveals Ukraine had already reopened probe of Hunter Biden link firm months before Trump phone call. Now what? Now wait. Wait a second, you're asking the same things I am. Your brain is doing the same thing mine is. When I read this last night, you're thinking to yourself, okay, now wait a minute. The whole impeachment scheme, this farce, this witch hunt, this whole deal, it's predicated on the fact that Trump asked for a quid pro quo from the Ukrainian president, right? You with me so far? You're you're with me. I mean, this is common sense. This is the this is the bedrock, the foundation of the argument that the left is putting out there. Okay? There would be no impeachment if Trump doesn't ask for this quid pro quo. That's their argument, right? Well, newly unearthed documents shows that Ukrainian officials had opened a new probe into the firm linked to Hunter Biden months before President Trump's phone call with the country's leader, John Solomon reported. Solomon said Tuesday on Hannity that the U.S. government knew Ukraine was planning to look again into activities at Burisma Holdings, an energy company that employed then-Vice President Joe Biden's son as a member of its board of directors earlier this year. The report is noteworthy because President Trump has been accused by Democrats of threatening in July to withhold foreign aid to Ukraine unless its new president pursued an investigation into the company and the younger Biden role there. Um, Now we know, once again, all false 
all a fraud, all made up. This is why Trump wrote that letter yesterday. I talked about it on the show. If you did not listen to the Matlock podcast show yesterday, the Matlock show, or you didn't watch Lock and Load yesterday, I talked about the eight-page letter that the Trump administration sent to Nancy Pelosi and all the chairmen of the Intelligence, House, and Judiciary Committees and pretty much said, pound salt. Until you guys start following the rules and get rid of this made-up sham that is this impeachment inquiry, we're not doing crap for you. And now we know. I'm going to tell you. Here's the deal. Here's what should happen, right? We shouldn't, I mean, in my mind, and, and call me crazy, at Real Matt Locke on Twitter, you can if you want. But in my mind, things over, right? Impeachment's over, right? There's the, the impeachable offense that the mainstream media and the left have given you is no longer accurate. It's no longer right. It's no long, It wasn't right in the first place. Let's just put it that way. It, 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 it was fictitious to begin with. But now we have information knowing that it's fictitious. So what do you do? What do you do? They're already looking into this deal. Quote, the U.S. government had open source intelligence and was aware as early as February of this year that the Ukrainian government was planning to reopen the Burisma investigation. Man, I got a frog on my throat or something. Sorry. He claimed. This is long before the president ever imagined having a call with Zelensky, he added noting Petro Poroshenko was still Ukraine's president at the time. So I want you to understand this. this is, Zelensky wasn't even president of Ukraine at the time they reopened this investigation into Burisma. So that player, you can take that, you can take that piece off the board. That piece wasn't even on the chessboard yet. It was Poroshenko who was Ukraine's president, who was very corrupt. And like I said, if you go listen to Glenn Beck in Ukraine, you'll find out who this guy is. Very corrupt. But he's the one that opened up this investigation back into Hunter Biden and the Biden clan in Burisma. John Solomon says this is a significant shift in the factual timeline. Of course it is. It's monumental. It's earth-shattering. I mean, this dumps the the left story on its head, completely turns it upside down. Now, do you think the left's going to come out there and say, well, you know, now that we see these facts, now that we know what's happening, um, yeah, there's no quid pro quo. I mean, you know, they were already investigating before Trump even had that phone call. How could he ask for something that's already happening, right? I mean, that's really the question. Now, the left isn't going to ask that. The Democrats aren't going to ask that. The mainstream media doesn't care because they don't report on facts. So you're going to have to get it here. See, that's what we do here. That's what I do here. The Matt Locke Show. I bring you the facts. Good, bad, ugly. I bring you the facts. And some days I don't know. Like like what's going on in Turkey. I'm not going to talk about it today because i got a lot of other stuff to talk about. But the crap going on over there with Turkey and Syria, I'm not that expert in. So I come right out and tell you. You know, this isn't my area where I thrive. Now, I'll give you the news because that's part of my deal. I'll tell you what's going on and I'll give you my opinion. But in the end, I can look you in the face and say, I don't know. Um, here's what I think, but I surely don't know it. And there are other times where I can say, I know this. Here's, I'll tell you what I know today. The whole fallacy of impeachment has now been put on its head. John Solomon is a good investigative recorder, reporter. Now, they're all pissed at him. You know, Nobody remembers he worked for the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost or any of those rags. I think even Politico. Now he works for, I believe, Fox News or went out on his own. He must be partisan. Yeah. 30 years of investigative journalism, and he's partisan. I mean, he's one of the few, him and Sarah Carter, who are actually out there doing investigative work. But now, Solomon said the information he obtained, including documents shown on Hannity, was omitted from a U.S. intelligence community whistleblower's complaint lodged against, lodged against Trump last month. <laughs> Imagine that. They they omitted facts. It didn't work for their part of the story. So they just, you know, nah, eh, let's leave it out. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it, right? 
It, it doesn't really go along with our narrative that Trump's the bad, mean, orange guy, that we got to get rid of him because he tweets too much. I saw that on Twitter. I'm going to get to that here in a little bit. But, you know, he tweets too much. Hey, Nancy, put on your big boy pants. Wade into the big boy, you know, arguments because that's where we're at today. You know, people are so thin-skinned today. It's crazy. You know, I was talking last night. There isn't much that offends me. I, I, I don't choose to get offended. And you can, too. You can choose not to be offended. You can choose just to fi- search out the truth. That's what I do. You know, I'm not offended by anything. And if I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'll let you know. <laughs> Often. Often. Believe me. My wife tells me I'm never right. Sometimes I am. There, there's a few times I have been. But the whole thing is, the left doesn't, they don't care. And, of course, they're going to omit this from any kind of record about this because it doesn't suit their narrative. Now, Solomon said that the NABU, that's that's the, if you remember back in the story here, that's the, uh, let me make sure I say it right, because it's the, uh, it's that uh, corruption board is what that is, NABU, uh, the bureau, the corruption, the National Corruption Bureau, or whatever the hell it is. Um, I thought it was, did it say... Um, no, it does not say in there. I thought they, anyway. Um, so said the, the NABU, uh, oh, an FBI, FBI like anti-corruption agency. I just kind of had to keep reading, uh, requested the probe into Burisma and owner Mikola Zlokovsky be reopened earlier this year. The investigation then went forward. Solomon said the new probe later resulted in a notice of suspicion being filed, alleging the existence of of illicit funds running through the firm. Since the initial story broke, presidential candidate Joe Biden has sought to play down allegations made by Trump against his son's role with Burisma. Now, the Democrat also faced criticism from Trump and his allies after a video resurfaced showing the ex-vice president appearing to brag about pressuring to get a Ukraine prosecutor fired. That prosecutor, Victor Shokin, also had been looking into Burisma. On Hannity, Solomon said his reporting revealed the requested reopening of the probe into Burisma involved, in part, unusual transactions in the natural gases giant's account. Solomon said the timeline of the alleged illicit funds coincided, in part, with the time Hunter Biden held a place on the the firm's board. Now, once again, I'm going to tell you, it's not conspiracy theory when the facts... Back up what the hell you're saying. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact. It's called investigative journalists. I know we don't see a lot of it today, but it's not a conspiracy theory. And and don't you find it interesting that the timeline of the illicit funds coincides with the time Hunter Biden was on the board? The younger Biden was also reportedly paid as much as a million dollars per year for his time on the board. Now, I want you to think about that. For what? What, what, what was he paid for? He had no expertise in gas or oil. None. Why would you, I, I mean, I want you to think about this just for a second because hardly anybody ever asked this question. Why would you pay Hunter Biden a million dollars? For what? What benefit did he bring to your company? Wasn't like he was a scientist. Wasn't like he had, you know, 20 years experience in the gas and oil sector where he could get deals worked that Burisma couldn't. Wasn't that. He had connections to America and big money. If you watch Beck's deal on Ukraine, $1.8 billion, with a B, $1.8 billion came up missing. And then $1.8 billion came up missing again. $3.6 billion in all of this, guaranteed loans, funds from the United States to Ukraine, came up missing from a bank ran by an oligarch. Now, an oligarch is... Uh, let me. How do I explain that? It's one of the higher-ranking officials in Russia. You know, it's like uh, like a king or a queen, almost uh, royalty. But an oligarch is a well-known Russian with ties and money. And an oligarch had 1.8 billion put in his bank that came up missing, and those funds were yours and my taxpayer funds. America gave Ukraine that money, our money, and now the timeline of illicit funds coincides with the time Hunter Biden was on the firm's board. Anybody? Anybody? And they're paying Biden as much as a million dollars for nothing? 
But Solomon said investigators in Ukraine filed a 15-page notice of suspicion indicating they were looking at the possibility that $3.4 million paid to Hunter Biden's firm may have been part of the illicit funds that were moving through the country. Huh. Is anybody shocked at any of this? A month later in April, the prosecutor's office, open source intelligence again, the U.S. government officials confirming they were aware of this, made a request of another investigative agency in Ukraine for assistance in going through these bank records. Quote, that is a significant change in the timeline. It was omitted from the whistleblower's complaint, and the question is, did he know or did he exclude it because it didn't fit the narrative he was trying to write? Here we are. That is, kids, that's a bombshell. That is crazy. The invest, I mean, it completely blows the whole impeachment deal out the window. Now I'm telling you, the, the, the Democrats aren't going to back off, and of course they're going to they're going to bitch, moan, groan, cry, yell at uh, these these outlets because they're not talking about what they want to talk about. But in the end. Facts are facts. All right, guys. Great big favor here. Head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash map. They're a great company right here in Texas. Their customer service right here in Texas. You're not going to call some call center in India and get someone you don't understand on the telephone. If you have a problem, you're going to get an American voice right here in America in the great state of Texas to take care of you. That's not all. They're a great company with a great network that offers great cell phone plans. And you know what they also do? They give money to companies that you agree with. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, Sprint, the big cellular. They give their money to left-leaning causes. You're giving your money to Planned Parenthood. You're giving your money to the people that want open borders when you're paying for cell phone coverage through the big cell phone companies. Don't do that anymore. Head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Sign up today. What are you waiting on? They've got great plans. They'll buy you out of your plan. They'll give you free activation if you use my code. Up to two lines, free activation. Patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. What are you waiting on? Be an American. You know, put your money where your mouth is. Do business with a company that believes like you. Head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Do it now. Love those guys. Back with them. They're fantastic. Love, love, love what they do. Back at 100%, you should too. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt. All right. So I've told you all of this stuff about Biden, right? Sleepy Joe. <laughs> well, the Biden campaign came out yesterday and slammed the New York Slimes. Yeah, you heard me right. Slammed the New York Slimes for running Clinton Cash author's op-ed on XVP's Ukraine ties. Now, you know what an op-ed is? For those of you in Flint, Indiana. It's an opinion editorial. It means that someone writes their opinion for the paper and they run it. It's just an opinion. It'd be like me writing a story. It would be, my, I'm giving you my opinion right now. I give you some stories and then I give you my opinion on them. It's the same thing, an opinion editorial. The deputy manager of Joe Biden's 2020 presidential campaign slammed the New York Slimes on Wednesday in a letter to the newspaper's executive editor, blasting the paper's coverage of the former vice president's involvement in Ukraine. See, this is what the left really wants, my friends. They, they, they talk a good game. They talk and tell you that Trump is a dictator, that he wants to take away your rights, that he's horrible, but Trump doesn't write letters to the New York Slimes and tell them, hey, I don't like that op-ed you're in. Now, Trump will take to Twitter and debate you on it, but since when is it a campaign's prerogative to get a hold of a paper and say, I don't like what you're writing? That is a dictatorship. That is a dictator dictating to the press, telling them what they can and cannot write. That's not America, but they're pissed. They're Biden's people are pissed. They wrote letters to CNN. They wrote letters to all these outlets saying you shouldn't, you, you, ABC, NBC, CBS, you shouldn't let Rudy Giuliani on the air 
because really really Giuliani is carpet bombing the Bidens. I mean, he is dropping bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb, and so is Peter Schweitzer. If you've never read Clinton Cash, you should. It's an amazing book that chronicles all the corruption that swirled around the, the Clintons with Uranium One and all of the deals that went down there. But now they're pissed at the New York Slimes because they're allowing Peter Schweitzer to write about the Biden's corruption within the, that, that deal. The letter, written by Kate Bedingfield to Dean Baquette, criticizes the paper for giving top billing to Clinton Cash author Peter Schweitzer in a Wednesday op-ed titled, What Hunter Biden Did Was Legal, That's the Problem. Okay, doesn't sound so bad, does it? Because Schweitzer's saying it's legal, not illegal, but legal, that it was well within the bounds of the law. In his article, Schweitzer asserts Biden was self-dealing in Ukraine while vice president. Quote, Congress can and should conduct an inquiry to determine whether anything illegal occurred. Oh, that's pissed him off. So Schweitzer is telling you, okay, it it seems legal, but what we probably ought to do is look and see if it was. Let's take a peek. That's what they're doing with Ukraine. That's what they're doing with this investigation. That's why the left's all up in arms. That's why the left's like, oh my God, we got to impeach Trump. He's going to find out what we did. Wait a minute. That's what Trump did. It's not what we did. Let's say that Trump did it. We did it, but let's say that Trump did it. That way we can go to our very complicit media and tell them that Trump did it. Get where I'm going here. But now... The Biden campaign is pissed. Betting, betting, Bettingfield goes on to criticize the Times Ukraine coverage at large. She writes that the newspaper had an outsized hand in a baseless conspiracy theory. Where have we heard that? In a baseless conspiracy theory promoted by Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, that Biden acted improperly, inappropriately in helping get rid of a Ukrainian prosecutor. She then accuses the Times of active participation in a smear campaign against Biden, citing a May article titled, Biden Faces Conflict of Interest Questions That Are Being Promoted by Trump and Allies. Now they're pissed, see? Now Biden's people are pissed because they're the ones that do this. They don't get it done to them. They use the media for smear campaigns. They're the ones that actively participate with the mainstream media to bring down the right, not the other way around. They're pissed that they didn't get the memo. They're mad that there's actually some journalism happening. Here is the letter. I'm going to read it to you. It was dated October 9th. That was yesterday. It was sent to Dean Baquette, executive editor of the New York Slimes. It says, Dear Mr. Baquette, The New York Times is one of the most widely read newspapers in the world with a unique influence on the political dialogue in the United States and a sacrosanct mission to help inform the American people when it comes to their government politics and elections. Aren't they just supposed to tell the truth? Like so many media organizations today, the Slimes is confronted with unprecedented challenges and judgment calls as it navigates a high-volume competitive news environment that is heavily disrupted by increasing increased trafficking and misinformation online and complicated by repulsive attacks on the free press by a commander-in-chief who is hostile to the truth itself. Oh, my God. However, it is because of that critical role in our democracy, the foundations of which are under assault, that we write to protect how little the New York slimes has internalized the sobering lessons of 16, particularly after giving top billing today to discredited right-wing Polemist, I don't even know what that means. P O L E M I C I S T. Polemist, polemist. I'll have to look that up in a minute. Peter Schweitzer, during uh, just this morning. All right, now we're gonna look it up. We're on the fly here. What the hell's up? A, a polemist. Let, let, let's 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 do it here. P O L E. Oh, oh my God! It might it brought up pole dancing. That's kind of funny. Um, let's see here. Polemist. P O L E M I C I S T. All right. Let's see what it is. A a a, a pole, a polemicist, a, a polemicist, a person who engages in controversial 
debate. Okay, now we know what that is. All right, so there you go. Um, God. But today's decision is hardly the first example, they say. First, the Times had an outsized hand in the spread of a baseless conspiracy theory advanced by Rudy Giuliani, who has said he is concerned his gravestone will read that he lied for Donald Trump and hatched by Schweitzer in his book Secret Empires, which copied multiple passages from Wikipedia. This debunked theory stipulates that then-Vice President Biden somehow did anything remotely inappropriate in successfully riddling Ukraine, ridding Ukraine of a corrupt prosecutor, Victor Shokin, who the Times itself thoroughly explained at the time was derelict and the target of an international effort for removal. <laughs> what was especially troubling, troubling about the Times' active participation in this smear campaign is that prior to its reporting on the subject by Ken Vogel, this conspiracy had been re re relegated to the likes of Breitbart, Russian propaganda, and another conspiracy theorist, regular Hannity guest John Solomon. See, see, they're, they're, they're if I were, here's the thing, if I were Solomon or Breitbart, I would sue. I would sue Biden back to the Stone Age. Because this is libel. You, you can't sit here and make up accusations of people. John Solomon documents all of his work. Peter Schweitzer did not use Wikipedia to footnote his work. I read the damn book. These people are crazy. But this is what they do. They confuse you. They lie. And then they tell you something happened that didn't. A, a, a regular conspiracy theorist on Hannity guessed John Solomon. The response to this egregious act of journalistic malpractice has been uniform, they say. What's more, one of the leading anti-corruption figures in Ukraine, Darla Kalinyuk, tweeted the following, quote, actually, I did talk to at Ken Vogel before the publication and made it clear with supportive facts on the reason Chokin was fired. It was obviously not because the prosecutor wanted to investigate Burisma and Zolechkovsky, she was one of the most informed individuals in the world about the relevant events and the fight against corruption in Ukraine and was not ultimately quoted in Vogel's article, but Rudy Giuliani was at length. Oh, come on. They go on, though. They're pissed. Strangely, Vogel's no authority. Uh, I'm sorry. Strangely, Vogel's co-author shortly afterward joined the Ukrainian government as a spokesperson. Shortly after the Times article, Bloomberg reported that the investigation of Ukrainian national gas company Burisma, on which this Schweitzer-Giuliani conspiracy theory is predicated, had been long dormant, based on interview with Shokin's former deputy, Vitaly Kasko. The Times failed to note this crucial development and instead continued to cover Giuliani's allegations while depriving readers of this and other essential context, preserving Giuliani and Schweitzer's narrative in spite of the known facts. As far as we can tell, despite more reporting from the Times on Giuliani's efforts in this respect in the following months, the first time that this Bloomberg report was ever cited by the New York Times was not until well after the news of Trump's infamous Zelensky call broke. <laughs> hey, are you going to retract this this Biden message now that you know that uh, they were already investigating before Trump's phone call? Probably not. Sadly, in recent years, the Slimes has become a leading perpetrator of one of the most corrosive trends in modern journalism. Savvy reporting that prizes the identification of disingenuous political tactics at the expense of focusing on the facts that voters need to know. This unfortunate tendency was visible in the days the scandal that has led to Trump to the brink of impeachment broke as the Times rehashed this hateful and disproven conspiracy theory as though it hadn't been put to bed. Two of our staff members, when discussing the Trump news with a pair of Times reporter, were stopped as they tried to outline how disproven the smear Trump wanted to pressure Ukraine into fomenting was. Being told that this piece wasn't about the facts of what happened, instead had to do with, with trying to forecast how it might play in the Democrat primary. Of course. Then today, despite voluminous work done by the independent press and fact checkers, including some by the slimes, to refute the heinous conspiracy theory that Donald Trump attempted to bully Ukraine into popping to propping up for him, the paper ran an op-ed by none other than Peter Schweitzer, making more malicious claims about the Biden family. This leaves us with a critical question. Are you truly blind to what you got wrong in 16, or are you deliberately continuing policies that distort reality for the sake of controversy and the clicks that accompany it? 
We submit that the Times should publicly answer for these failures in reporting on this pressing issue fairly, accurately, in a way that prioritizes truth and judiciousness over sensationalism, as well as why, after the glaring mistakes of 16, the Times has again given an underhanded hack the validation of its platform. We also believe that these occurrences speak to the urgent need for a restoration of a public editor at the paper. Wow. In the absence of such an editor, we look forward to your public response. Um, I have a question. Because the left runs out there, and I think your mind is like my mind, right? The left runs out there and says, you know, Trump cannot bash the press. You with me so far? You know, Trump will go out there and say fake news. He'll go out there and tell you what's going on. He'll use Twitter, right? But the left goes crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh my God. Trump is making the press an enemy of the state. He's going to get somebody killed. Somebody, oh, something's going to happen. Oh, Trump can't do that. Trump can't go out there and do that to the press. They're a free, fair, and honest press. You know, he has to give them ability to do what they do. What did Biden's people just do? I mean, this letter right here, what it's the same thing they accuse Trump of doing, right? It's the exact same thing they're accusing Trump of doing. Anybody going to be mad? Anybody going to say anything? Anybody on the left going to come out and say, wait a minute, that's a double standard. You can't go after Trump and say, well, Trump does this, 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 and this to the, to the free press. He, he calls them fake news. He says they lie. He says they make stuff up. He says X, Y, and Z. It's all wrong. And boy, he's hurting our journalistic standards in this country. But it's okay for Joe Biden's little hit chick to come out here and put this shit on a piece of paper. And I'll tell you at the end, how ridiculous is that? In the absence of such an editor, we look forward to your public response. We believe that these occurrences speak to the urgent need for a restoration of a public editor at the paper. So they want the editor's head. How dare you? How dare you allow right-wing propaganda into our left-wing propaganda media? How dare you let the other side have a say? How dare you? I can't make this stuff up. I can't make this stuff up. Now, the Times didn't take this laying down. They pushed back against Biden campaign officials' assertions, according to a statement obtained by CNN. Quote, our coverage of the Biden campaign and Hunter Biden has been fair and accurate, the newspaper wrote, adding it will continue to cover Joe Biden with the same tough and fair standards we apply to every candidate in the race, and we're happy to sit down with Biden advisors anytime to discuss news coverage. Now, I want you to think about something here. So if what I just told you is untrue, if they smeared Joe Biden, if they said um, made up things about him, would you sue? Why send this just why just send this nasty letter? Because they can't. They can't sue. It's an opinion. But they can bitch, moan, groan, complain, and throw a fit about the fact that the slimes let the other side of the argument into their paper. They're not, see, the left's not used to this. They don't like it. The left doesn't like it when the right gets a say. You're seeing it right now in the impeachment deal. We've got, you know, the the intelligence committee investigating this or whatever they're calling it behind closed doors and they're not letting any body from the right in and when you see a newspaper let in the opposing opinion which normally is the right because all of these newspapers are way far left they're the propaganda arm of the democrat party see the democrat party doesn't care when they're slandering the right but by god you come after us we're going to write a stern letter to your editor asking for his termination. That, my friends, is what dictators do. Stupid. 
All right, guys, I'm going to move on here. I've got one more story I want to get to. It is Thursday. Trump's visiting Minnesota. Going to have a rally tonight. But before I do that, would you head over to thematlockshow.com? L-O-C-K-E. Sign up for my newsletter. It's free. All you got to do is give me your email. It's right at the top of the page. Sign up. You're going to get stuff that nobody else gets on the show, on the TV show. I give you stuff behind the scenes, let you know what's going on, keep you informed, and you may get things that other people don't get. But I want you to head to that Verb Forever link. It's at the bottom of my page. If you click on that link, that's my personal link. That takes you into verbforever.com. And you can order CBD oil. And I'm going to tell you, it's fantastic. We buy it all the time. Just ordered two more bottles for my dog yesterday. It works. They've got CBD oil for you. they got CBD oil for your pet. They've got creams. And they're getting ready to come out with a bunch of other stuff. Now, I'm going to tell you, you need to get over there. TheMatlockShow.com. Click on that Verb Forever link. It works. If you're dealing with anxiety, having trouble sleeping, aches and pains, inflammation, migraines, works. Go check it out. Don't take my word for it. Go check it out, thematlockshow.com. Click on that Verve Forever link. Use Verve 20, V-E-R-V-E 20. you get 20% off your returning customer. If you are a first-time customer, Verve 50, V-E-R-V-E 50, will get you 50% off your first purchase. And if you order over $100, shipping's free. Shipping's free. How much better can you get than that? Head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on that CBD oil link, the Verb Forever link. Go check it out. If you're looking, if, if you need, you have anxiety, you have trouble sleeping, aches and pains, inflammation, check it out. I'm told it works real well. Thematlockshow.com. Hit that Verb Forever link. Do it now. All right. Final story here. Got about 13 minutes. Final story. Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched, and I, and I hate to say this, I was supposed to have Rocky Stucci on the program today on America's Voice, but he couldn't do it. Some personal stuff came up, and he wasn't able to do it. So that kind of sucks. But we're finding out that the mayor of Minneapolis, Mayor Jacob Fry, is extorting or tried to extort the Trump campaign. Now, here's what's going on. Trump is holding a rally tonight at the Target Center, which is an arena up in Minneapolis, up in the Twin Cities. He's holding a rally, just like he did in New Mexico, just like he's going to do in Dallas next week that I'm going to in American Airlines Arena, right? So he, he, he's got all that going on. Well, Minnesota says, you know what? If you want to come up here to the Target Center, we're going to charge you for security. Okay? That, that, that's normal. That That is normal. You you have to pay. The, the facility helps with security. You got to pay for everybody that's there. It's part of the deal, right? Well, here's the case. Um, they want to charge the president $530,000. They want to charge the president's administration. Five hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Now, I to to tell you the truth, to give you full disclosure, I didn't know if that was good, bad, or what it was. I don't. I didn't know how much it cost. I mean, I was at the the rally in New Mexico. Lots of security. Lots of security, and that place sat like I don't know, seven eight thousand. Now they're in the Target Center, which is huge, by the way. I'm sitting here looking at it on my screen as AVN's getting ready because they're covering it tonight. And I've got my little, you know, my little TV show and the camera they're showing them set up there in, in, in Minneapolis. It's a big arena. I mean, it's like American Airlines Arena here in Dallas, which sits like 25,000 people. It's not small. So 530,000, I'm like, well, okay, what's about, about you know, is that good? Is that bad? Is it a lot? Is it not? So you just don't know. I mean, like I've told you before, it takes a lot of money to campaign. I know that, right? But what we're finding out, back in 2009, so 10 years, we've had some inflation. You know, we, 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 we've had some, you know, economic stuff and whatnot, right? So in 2009, President Obama at the time showed up at the arena there in Minneapolis and was charged $20,000. $20,000. So what they're trying to tell you, and, and I'll get to this here in a minute, is that the price of security went up 26 times. 
in 10 years. Boy, I got to get into security. I mean, good Lord, that, that's a good return on your investment. 26 times in 10 years. What's really happening is, is Mayor Jacob Fry is a dick. He's a lib and his ass hurts. He's butt hurt. Why? Because Minnesota's going to turn red. And they don't want Trump there. You ever notice how, it, once again, you ever notice, I wonder if I can say dick on America's voice. I doubt it. I'm going to have to be better about that because I'm going to say the same thing later in my, well, I, <laughs> I keep forgetting this airs after that. So I might have already said it. I don't know. I, I won't say it. But anyway, these are actions of dictators, of, of, of mob bosses, of extortion. You know, the left always says, well, Trump's acting like a mob boss. Trump's out. Oh, my God. This Is this not shakedown extortion tactics? It doesn't cost $530,000 for security at this deal when it cost 20000 10 years ago. It might cost maybe fifty or hundred. you know, inflation and whatnot of 10 years. But not $530,000. you are just trying to shake the president now. What you're really trying to do is keep the president from coming to the Twin Cities. That's what you're trying to do. It's political intimidation by trying to hinder the rally. Now, Sean Spicer was talking about this on Fox, and he said that the exorbitant $530,000 security price tag officials intended to impose upon the campaign was clearly politically motivated. Duh. Because they know that Minneapolis is in play for 2020. See, the left will sit there and tell you that Trump's the dictator. That trumps the bad guy. That trumps the one we should worry about. And then what do they do? They do the very things they say Trump does. Of course, this is politically motivated. The campaign made it clear that it wants to target Minnesota this year. And so to say that somehow a venue that Barack Obama paid $20,000 for is now escalating to $500,000 plus really tells you everything you need to know about what the motivation is in Minnesota. Now, the Trump campaign announced on Twitter that after threats of legal battle, the Target Center was no longer a point of contention. Now, it says the arena in Minneapolis is fully approved. Looking forward to seeing you Thursday. It's going to be huge. That came from Brad Parscale. Now, here you go. Security costs for former President Barack Obama's health care rally at the Target Center in 09, hovered at right around $20,000, according to police estimates. Spicer noted that while it's possible to inflate the cost over time, $500,000 is pretty out of proportion for what inflation has been over those years. In a news conference on Tuesday, Fry said that it's not extortion to expect someone to pay their bills. What a jackass. You know, and, and that's what the left does here. Well, Trump's not going to pay his bills. Look what Trump's doing. He's not going to pay his. They just didn't. Come on. We're not stupid, Mr. Fry. And then what did Mr. Fry do? He told the police just a week ago, get this, they wrote a new, um, I don't know what I would call it here, a new, uh, oh, I can't find the word, um, new ordinance maybe, a new order to the police, that they couldn't work the rally. Isn't that something? Just a week ago, just before they knew that Trump was coming to Minnesota, they said, hey, 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 police officers, you are no longer able to work these rallies if you're off. Off-duty police officers can't make that extra money. So I think it's really cool. I don't know if you've seen it or not. You need to go check it out. Cops for Trump t-shirts in, in, in Minnesota. You know, the left thinks they're cute. The left thinks they're smart. They think that, you know, if they do this kind of garbage, that it will shut down our voices. I mean, have you noticed that? I mean, the left wants us to shut up. They want us to be quiet. They want to they, they want to shut off our voices. You know, with social media, the echo chamber. You know, they believe that if they shut down people like me, like the Matlock show, that you know, we won't be able to get our message out there, and they'll win. The only thing is, we see through it. We see through their crap. 
we see through who the left are. They're a bunch of bullies. Now they talk about being anti-bully. They talk about, you know, not bullying people, not, not doing the things they do. And then they turn around. What do they do? They bully people. They're bullies. They're great big bullies. They're dictators. They do the very things they say that we do. And now Trump took to Twitter and he says, you know, the radical left Dem, mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, is doing everything possible to stifle free speech despite a record sellout crowd at the Target Center. Presidents Clinton and Obama paid almost nothing. The Minneapolis police have been incredible. The lightweight mayor, Trump says, is hurting the great police and other wonderful supporters. 72,000 ticket requests already. Dump Fry and Omar. Make America great again. I'm sure that pisses Fry off. Think about that. Minnesota. Blue Minnesota. 72,000 ticket request. That's crazy. What is the seating capacity? Seating capacity for the Target Center. What is it? It's looking. Um, 19,356. So set, I want you to think about that for a second. 72,000 people requested tickets to an arena that holds less than 20,000. We hear it all the time. I'm going to finish with this. I've got about four minutes here. You know, we, we, we hear about these polls. You know, I saw I saw a couple more yesterday. You know, they all say, well, you know, Warren and Biden are leading Trump in every state around this great nation. And then I look at this. I look at this in blue, in, in, in blue Minnesota. You can't. This is why I know these polls are fake. This is why I know these polls are made up, that they're done for narrative by the lamestream media, because Trump is going to blue Minnesota and attracting 72,000 people. And then the mayor is fighting him every way because the mayor knows. I mean, the mayor of Minneapolis knows what is going on in his city and in his state. He knows, and it frightens them. They're scared, so what do they do? They try to quash, or they try to stop, or they dictate to the campaign, oh, you can't come. You're not welcome here. And to keep you from coming here, we're not going to stop you. We're just going to rip you off. We're going to extort you. We're going to charge you some outlandish number, and we're going to intimidate you because we don't want you in our state. That right there, my friends, is the epitome of the Democrat Party, is the very essence of the Democrat Party. They're rude. They're spiteful. They're hateful. They're nasty. They're awful, awful people. Most of them in the campaign. I shouldn't generalize totally. Scott Husing always tells me not to generalize. So a lot of these Democrats are that way. But they're mad. You're not listening to them. They know more than you. They need to tell you how much soda you can drink. They need to tell you what foods you can eat. They need to tell you how to live your life cradle to grave. That's why they want to give you free stuff. That's why they want to tell you what to do. That's why they want to tell you what to, to where to go. That's why they t want to tell you what to drink. They're mad you're not listening. They're mad that you're self-responsible. They're mad that Trump's taken almost 3 million people off food stamps. They're mad that you're not reliant upon them. They're mad. They're mad. <laughs> that's the way it is. All right, guys, that's it for today. Hey, I'm on a jet plane. I'm flying to Miami. Make sure you find me at Real Matt Lock on Instagram, Twitter, and Parlor. Find me over at the Cartel Matt on Facebook. 
And also find me in America's Voice News where I'm out in Miami for AmpFest. Today, tomorrow, and Saturday. We're going to have a good time. Make sure you tune in. Download that app on your iOS or your Android phone. Come see what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, you'll like what you find. I'm, yeah. I even got a haircut for you. I got I to gotta take my hat off. All right, guys, that's it. Thursday. So glad you're along for the ride. Big, big things going on tomorrow. Big things. Big things. I might let a little cat meow out of the bag tonight. I don't know. Can't to follow my social media. Find out what's going on. All right, guys. For Thursday, the Matlock Show. It's out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030.